When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plant, it's time to Hempresent. Our radio resident Hemposapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hempresent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to Hemp Present, a weekly radio show where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers, and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I'm the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, celebrating its 25th year found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book, Protestival, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Transmitting from a fortified bunker under a ramshackle reefer radio warren at an undisclosed location deep within the rumbling bowels of underground Seattle. My goal is to spread the green flame of 420 truth in 30-minute increments. Today's guest on Hemp Present was the longtime senior editor and lead event reporter at High Times Magazine, Bobby Black, who will be joining me in about 120 seconds. Activism can be a very challenging, exciting, and transformational experience. Howard Zinn said, protest beyond the law is not a departure from democracy. It is absolutely essential to it. And Eli Wiesel said, There may be times when we're powerless to prevent injustice, but there must never be a time when we fail to protest. And activism, protest, and advocacy take many forms and can have mixed rewards. When I started on my path to activism in the mid-1980s, I had no way to know all of the strange and varied people and places that path would take me to. It's through my activism that I've come to meet, know, and even befriend some of the biggest heroes in my life. I've been very lucky to have traveled from this continent to other places, to attend various events and to meet and even smoke pot with some people I'd long admired, and to have this opportunity to leave some name droppings around the virtual studio today. Meeting and becoming friends with Stephen and Anime Gaskin was a huge deal to me, as Stephen Gaskin and Anime Gaskin to some degree had probably the biggest single impact on my life and beliefs as a very young teenager than anyone. Jack Herrer was, of course, a very close and early relationship that I cherished over the years as Jack missed only one Seattle Hemp Fest while he was alive, becoming friends with counterculture icon Paul Krasner, having John Sinclair, 
spend the night in my in my bed smoking pot with Woody Harrelson and Eric Roberts or burning nugs with Chris Novoselic and Roderick Romero, showing up at the Playboy Mansion in a limo with Ron Jeremy and George Lazenby, or at the Cannabis Cup in Amsterdam with Jim and Cher of the Herbivores, partying with members of various bands, the Cottonmouth Kings, members of Heart, or Pato Bonton's band and others, introducing former Seattle Police Chief Norm Stamper at Hempfest or our current or former mayors, or speaking with former U.S. Congressman Dennis Kucinich or current Congressman Dana Rohrabacher. There's just been so many amazing experiences that have come to me simply because of my longstanding efforts to change America's pot laws, including the relationships I've formed with various members of the High Times magazine team over the years, and High Times, which has been very good to me uh, as a Freedom Fighter 96, Freedom Fighter of the Year 2011, uh, recent Lifetime Achievement Award, Uh, In 2014, I've just been treated very, very good from High Times Magazine. And one of those relationships is with the enigmatic Bobby Black, who served as an official smoozer for High Times Magazine for many years. Bobby Black was senior editor of High Times Magazine and author of the monthly column Almost Infamous, which covered the cannabis counterculture entertainment scene and just so much more. Uh, Welcome, Bobby, to Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. Thanks, Vivian. Happy to be here. You know, back in 1974, I was 16 years old. I was working as a dishwasher at the Sierra restaurant at Harris Casino in Lake Tahoe. And a fellow dishwasher who had just been hired asked me if I wanted to get high after work. I remember he had a huge red convertible, and he drove to an apartment where him and his brother had transformed a vacuum cleaner into a gigantic electric pipe using a brass nozzle as the bowl. It filled the whole room up with pot smoke. We were smoking a, about an ounce of what they called commercial at the time. But what I remember the most about that afternoon is they gave me a copy of a new magazine called High Times. First issue, which had a photo of a woman holding a mushroom. I was already what Stephen Gaskin referred to as a young dope yogi, but High Times <laughs> magazine, it just changed the course of my life. What was your first High Time experience, Bobby? My first high time experience was I was in high school. My best friend at the time was this heavy metal guy that I looked up to and I had started becoming uh, friends with and he turned me on to high times, gave me my first issue of high times because I was a huge Zeppelin fan and he had the issue with Robert Plant on the cover. So that was my first exposure to it and I, I was sucked in immediately. It definitely changed my life in, in many ways <laughs> over the years. Now all things must pass. What do you got going on today? Have you you've moved on from High Times? I was at High Times for 21 years, which is quite a long time. I'm very proud of the time I spent there and, and the many accomplishments that uh, I was able to achieve while I was there. And as you mentioned in your intro, uh, just the many relationships and great memories and, and great experiences that I was afforded by working there. And I'll always be thankful for those. But we had reached a, a situation where, you know, I, I, we kind of didn't see eye to eye on what my role in the company should be. And they're heading in a, in a new kind of direction now. And I felt it was time for me to head in my own direction. And I'm now uh, in the process of moving out to California within the next couple of months. And I'll be in uh, Southern California. And I've just launched a new podcast in January called Blazing with Bobby Black. So uh, I'm really excited about that. Looking forward to seeing where that takes me in the world of podcasting. Coming out to the West Coast to chill with OGs, huh? Cool beans. So I know that you're doing a new podcast, Blazing with Bobby Black. I just want to say I was first. So, so what was your first pot experience, Bobby? How were you introduced to the Hempy Herb? I was in junior high. I was about 11 or 12, I think 11. had just gotten into rock and roll, started getting growing my hair long, and I was, uh, there was these kids in, in the school, there were like three or four kids that the teachers all told us not to go near because they were trouble. And of course, those were the kids 
with the denim vests and the patches and the leather jackets and stuff. So I, I gravitated right towards them. And then one day during lunch, we uh, snuck out of the schoolyard and head, headed down the block and pulled out a joint. And that was my first experience smoking a joint. I, I listened to Metallica for the very first time on headphones while smoking my first joint. And uh, there was no turning back. <laughs> So you wrote a monthly column for many years, I think a decade or more, called Almost Infamous. I thought I had the coolest job in the world at Hempfest until I found out about you. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> hanging out with the hottest chicks, the coolest dudes, uh, rock royalty. Who are some of your favorite interviews? Do you have any any like juicy nuggets worthy of the Perez Hilton of hemp? I mean, I need to spice this fucking show up, man. I'm competing with Stoner Jesus <laughs> and Radical Russ. Anyone running down the street with a blunt in their mouth and their hair on fire? Spill the beans, brah. I had a I had a, a period of a few years where uh, um, I was I had gotten in the good graces of the uh, penthouse crew, so I was hanging out with all of the penthouse pets and you know going to all of their parties and porn stars and all that, and that was pretty exciting. I got to walk the red carpet at the AVN Porn Awards in Vegas with the penthouse pets, which is pretty amazing. As far as interviews go, I'd have to say. Um, my highlights have been getting to interview Robbie Krieger of The Doors was a you know a huge personal uh, achievement for me. The Doors are, I'm sure, as they are one of your probably one of your favorite oh. bands as well. Mythic. One of my all-time favorites. Yeah, legendary. Yeah, I was it, legendary, exactly. Um, and yeah, just 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 the icons. Many of the icons you mentioned, uh, you know, just Cheech and Chong. And you've met so many folks, it's hard to isolate anyone, isn't it? Sure, it is. It is hard, but uh, there's been you know many many uh, musicians and actors and and it, it's a, it's a nonstop cavalcade of you know cannabis uh, <laughs> celebrities over the years. Anybody surprise you? Was anybody radically different from you expected? Or it's a good question. I'd have to. Nobody yeah, really you know stand out. The, the the singer of uh, Pantera, this guy uh, Phil Anselmo. I was always a fan of, of their music, the uh, heavy metal band Pantera, and, but I'd heard that he could be kind of rough uh, in interviews. Uh, he had kind of gone off on a, on a journalist who was interviewing him one time, and I was a little scared to do the interview. He turned out to be a pussycat. He was a sweetheart and uh, just, a, just a really sweet, nice guy. Now, you and I share a dubious distinction in that we have both been guests on Geraldo. <laughs> You're on with Cheryl Schumann talking about vaporizer pens, uh, and I, I swear, you almost had Geraldo ready to take a huge vape rip. Uh, what was that like being on Geraldo's show? Oh, it was it was a trip. Uh, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Being on Fox News in general was not something I ever thought that would ever happen in my <laughs> life. Ditto. But, uh, <laughs> but I have to say, growing up in New York, uh, I, I had always been aware of Geraldo, even from a, from my childhood. He was a staple in New York journalism and... You know, if it, I was, uh, I was still honored. I, I have respect for Geraldo. I, I may not agree with them on everything, but I have respect for him. Uh, the experience was amazing. I mean, being on television with him and and getting to pass him a vapor pen, even if it wasn't cannabis in the vapor pen, was still pretty cool. I must say, uh, it, it was uh, it was an unforgettable experience for sure. Anybody that has it out with white supremacists on national television can't be all bad. That's for sure. I am speaking with Bobby Black. Now, we're going to come right back after this pause for the cause because there's flaws in the laws. We're just getting started with Bobby Black on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio, so don't go anywhere. You can hear a word from our sponsor. Be right back. Time to roll out for the people that let us Hemp Present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. 
Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Tommy Chong is ready to cut through the smoke and change the tone of Tilk Radio. All you have to do is decriminalize. We don't need a government regulation to tell us this is good plot, that's bad plot. We don't need any of that. The Tommy Chung Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome to my world. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio with Bobby Black from the new podcast, Blazing with Bobby. Bobby, you interviewed the former governor of New Mexico and 2012 presidential candidate Gary Johnson. Uh, what kind of guy is Gary? He doesn't seem to fit the mold of the usual politician. Yeah, Gary was great. Uh, Gary is uh, will probably go down in history as the only presidential candidate to ever visit the offices of High Times. Um, <laughs> he came up to our offices, and him and I sat down for a face-to-face uh, on-camera interview, and he was a very cordial, very rational, and just great, great, straightforward guy. As a matter of fact, I've been trying to get in touch with his uh, campaign now to have him back on my podcast because uh, he is running on the uh, Libertarian ticket again this year. I don't know if you have this experience, but I've actually blazed with some folks that I can't talk about, and I find that to be extremely frustrating because I would <laughs> love to name drop some of the people that I've – but I know it would, it would fuck them up. You know? It would like yeah. be bad. And it would be wrong of me. Do you have that? Ex- have you blazed with anybody like that? And you're like, God, I wish I could, you know, just yeah, out it, you know, but a- you can't. <laughs> There's been a couple, yeah, not too many. Most of the people uh, I've blazed with are pretty, pretty out in the open about their use. But yeah, there's been a couple for sure. Yeah, I'm sure nobody would, you know, be shocked if you smoked with Snoop Dogg, for example, or I, that I took a took with Woody Harrelson. This is not not a great shock to anybody. I'm 57 years old. I grew up on Sabbath, but I can appreciate me some stoner doom like Cannabis Corpse and Sleep. You hosted Hmm. the Sirius Satellite Radio Heart Attack Channel's Contact High from 2004 to 2008, a show dedicated solely to stoner rock and metal. Who are among your favorite stoner metal bands? Well, the classics, obviously, like you mentioned, Sabbath. I mean, nobody will ever top the the classics, but... For the more more contemporary artists, I'm a huge Monster Magnet fan. They're like incredibly psychedelic and heavy at the same time. Clutch are, are a great band. They have more of a jam, groove, jam kind of tinge to them. Caius, there's a band Caius, which is the was kind of the pre-runner of Queens of the Stone Age that are like, was extremely experimental and, and Sabbathy, but in a unique kind of way. And this was all... They were around in the 90s uh, when Stoner Rock was in its heyday. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of great underground hard rock 
out there that I doesn't ever see, you know, airplay that people should really get into. And I was happy to be able to turn people onto that stuff when I had the chance. Seems like metal just refuses to die. Like just keeps coming back and you know, another incarnation. It'll be interesting to see you know, how things go down the road because as music just keeps transforming, but it always seems to be the voice of the new emerging subcultures. You were the creator and producer of the High Times Magazine's annual beauty pageant, which sounds terribly hedonistic to me. Channel your inner male chauvinist for a moment and tell me what that was all about. Was that like surrounding yourself by tremendously beautifully endowed females? Well, uh, I came up with the idea for the Miss High Times contest in 2005. Uh, I was seeing, uh, well, aside from hanging out with the penthouse girls of the month and stuff, I was also seeing, like, Maxim and magazines like that were doing, like, their, like, monthly hometown hotties kind of section. And I said, I think it would be a cool idea for High Times to do something similar and just give the average, you know, stoner girl next door a chance to be seen and heard. We started the contest and, you know, hundreds and then thousands of girls signed up and sent in photos and you know we we ran the contest for 10 years uh it just ended in 2015 after shortly after my departure from the magazine the contest went on for 10 years but we've only we only did the pageant for a few years uh two years in jamaica and once in new york and then and then we kind of made it a, made it part of the cannabis cup award show in denver so but yeah we, we've had uh 10 miss high times winners over the years and they've all been just really sweet, beautiful young ladies, and yeah. It's, were you single when you were know, doing that, or were you like, were you hitched? Were you like, baby, I, I got a, I got a big job. I got to go to, I got to go all the way, like you know, to Jamaica and hang out with all these beautiful girls. It's, <laughs> it's really gonna be a drag. I, I'll be missing you, baby. I mean, I, I mean, would think, dude, it I must have been rough. The, yeah, I was single for the first few years, but then I met my uh, wife, and all that changed. None of those girls could uh, hold a candle. And then notice my, now you're no longer doing the pageant. Very interesting. <laughs> just kidding just kidding so you also hosted the high times doobie awards what was that all about the doobie awards was the high times music awards we also have done the the stonies which were the tv and movie awards but the doobie awards were originally started in new york and run by steve bloom a former editor steve bloom and then we moved them down to texas to austin for the south by southwest music festival so for six years in a row, I ran the award show down there. And basically, we would have these uh, smokable bong trophies made up each year, uh, custom trophies. And we would give out awards in different categories. And we would just have an all-day party with bands, and, and it would just be a blast. So you're moving to California. You're coming to the West Coast, where we have made some progress. What do you think about the state of cannabis affairs these days? I mean, when you hooked up with High Times 20 years ago, did you ever think that you know, people would be smoking legal pot and be going by their pot shops and big billboards with pot leaves all over them and stuff? you ever think this stuff would be happening? It was hard to imagine at one point that it would even happen in our lifetime, in my lifetime, but things just started changing very quickly, and I'm very grateful for that, and I think things are going to continue. I know we have the momentum now, and we have the facts on our side, and you know, I think part of, the, part of the reason it's changed so quickly is because of the Internet, because in the old days, people believed whatever propaganda the government or the media shoved at them, but now with the Internet, people have the power to look up studies and medical information on their own and, and they start to see that a lot of that stuff is bullshit and you know and they don't have to swallow that anymore and it's it's exciting it's an it's it's a truly exciting time to be a stoner and and, and see this transformation occur and i hope that 
you know, by the time I have a child, if I ever do, then by the time they're old enough to have that talk with about marijuana, that I won't have to worry about them ever being busted for it ever again. Indeed, indeed. And now people can listen to things like Cannabis Radio, your source for the force of freedom, and get the facts yeah. and figure out what's really well, going on. Or they could listen to Blazing with Bobby Black on revolverpodcasts.com. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And may the, may the best podcast celebrate and win. I will There's defeat you, all, Bobby man. Black. There's room for us all in the movement. The movement's that's big right, enough man, for all of us. That's right, this, man. That's right. There's a big, long spliff that we can all take a big puff of freedom on. And we're exactly. all good. You were an annual contributor to the High Times Amsterdam Cannabis Cup, the famous Cannabis Cup. Uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the uh, the big granddaddy of them all. But what do people expect when they go to a Cannabis Cup? Well, the Cannabis Cup, for so many years, as you mentioned, uh, Vivian, was in Amsterdam, and that was the only one Cannabis Cup that was done all year. And so we would look forward to it with huge anticipation and getting to go over there and because and, back then in the United States you couldn't do a cannabis event. It just you just couldn't get away with it. And it was quite an event. And then around two thousand ten, High Times started doing the medical cannabis cup. It started in the Bay Area and then it kind of spiraled out from there into other medical states and legal states. And the U.S. Cubs have become uh, incredibly successful, particularly the one in Denver, which which is not going to end up happening this year, I, I've heard. Yeah, it's an amazing event. Lots of great vendors. and Nothing will ever replace, I feel like, the magic of those Amsterdam trips because, uh, you know, it's, e it's a lot easier to get to a U.S. Cup for most people, but to actually go all the way to Amsterdam and spend that money and, and get on a plane for eight and a half hours... You had to really love weed. <laughs> you had to really be a hardcore yeah. fan to want to attend that, and that's what made it special and unique. And uh, now that there's like six cups a year or whatever there is, it's just not quite as special in my mind, you know. I, I have I always... to say it, that we're, we're pretty jaded these days, and it was magical. Back in the 90s, especially for me, it was just magical to go to Amsterdam and experience the Cannabis Cup with people from all over the world. I am talking to Bobby Black on Hempresent on Cannabis Radio about all things cannabis and high times. We're going to take another pause for the cause, hear a quick word from our sponsor, come back with our final questions for Bobby Black. Don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us Hempresent. Hang loose. We're coming right back. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber Vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. shooting past a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up. I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct. Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber. Doctor's orders. Less heat, <laughs> more flavor. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. 
Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio with the ultimate pot star, Bobby Black. Bobby, back in October of 2014, High Times held a huge blowout gala, 40-year anniversary of the open bar, specialty cocktails, pot leaf garnishes. I heard there was piñata stuff with like 500 doobies. Is that true? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'm, uh, well, I guess I'm allowed to say at this point, sure. Yeah, there was quite a few uh, doobies in that piñata. Well, we don't know what um, was in them, of course, you know. We can't yeah, prove what the, was wrapped in those doobies. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, it was it was an amazing night, for sure. A lot of friends and extended family of the magazine from over its lifetime were out there. And uh, I got to do the, uh, host the green carpet arrival there and interview uh, various uh, notable attendees and it was great. It was an exciting and fun night. I don't remember as much of that night as I should have. I guess that's just the way things go. At a it's a night party. to barely remember. <laughs> how sure. can people find out? How can people continue to follow you and find out more about all your good works uh, and your new podcast, Blazing with Bobby Black? I'm on Facebook and Instagram, Bobby Black 420. Twitter, I'm on. I'm just Bobby Black. And my podcast, you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Blazing with BB, or you can uh, just download it or listen to it in iTunes. Right on, Bob. Well, thank you so much for you know your 20 awesome years of the high times, uh, all your great stuff. You've got a beautiful, wonderful uh, 420 future ahead of you. I'm sure that your best stuff is yet to come. I'm certainly going to check out your, your podcast, and thanks so much, bro, for all the good times. Yeah, thank you, man, and uh, be well, and uh, hopefully I'll see you once I get out to the West Coast. i got to make it back up to Hempfest uh, again. Yeah, hopefully you'll you'll come up and speak at Hempfest this year, and and thanks uh, so much for your support, bro. It means a lot. Same here, man. Thanks. Now I want to get to a weekly feature on Hempresent on CannabisRadio.com, and that's the quote of the week, and here it is. Everyone demanded peace instead of another television set, then there'd be peace. Those are the immortal words of poet, performer, and prophet John Lennon. That concludes this installment of Hempresent on Cannabis Radio. Email me at Hempresent at gmail.com. I'll give that email again in a few seconds. I want to thank my power peeps in the control room, Hannah and Brasco, all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more cannabis confabulation and reefer repartee with some hempy hero on a journey for justice because when it comes to prohibition, you have the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Still then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, and toke it easy, and don't forget to email me at hempresent at gmail.com. The Hemp Present theme song, Take Back the Plan, is performed by Stickerbush and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music, maestro. I'm out. Freedom fighter!
opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.